Good morning and welcome to the Sahaja Yoga Meditation Program. Welcome to our program. Now we have this very simple meditation technique which we wish to pass on to anybody who is interested, anybody who is looking for a little bit of peace in their life or something a little bit deeper, something that... Um, some people are actually looking for their spiritual ascent and hopefully we can introduce to you a very simple meditation technique that can bring you into a state of thoughtless awareness. Now this meditation is for everybody, anybody, any age, anybody can do it and it's very enjoyable and as I said it's very simple. This morning, we, uh, as it's Mother's Day, Happy Mother's Day to all the mothers out there, we're going to be uh, relating Sahaja Yoga meditation to the mother. And uh, we'll be discussing the mother principle within all of us. And this is uh, related to the actual meditation, is the awakening of our Kundalini, who is our own spiritual mother within all of us. Also, we'll be talking about the founder of Sahaja Yoga Meditation, <coughs> Shrimadaji Nimala Devi, who is a mother, a grandmother and a great-grandmother, and who over many years worked endlessly to spread <coughs> Sahaja Yoga Meditation, um, introducing to the world a very simple technique that can actually transform your lives. Um, this next hour, we will be introducing to you uh, a meditation uh, that you can do at home. So this meditation, you can just start now by applying, getting yourself into the zone, as we say, just by relaxing and sitting comfortably either on a chair or on the floor and opening your palm, palms of your hands facing upwards on your lap. And you can close your eyes or you can just um, just gently breathing and just taking your attention inside. And we're just going to now listen to a piece of music uh, which is played by uh, the Sahaja Yogis of India and is called Jai Jagadambai Ma. It's a very joyful piece of music but it's full of vibrations and uh, hopefully it will take you into that meditative state. Bhagavati Mamma Mata Bhagavati 
especially for this program. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Philip. Good morning, Peter. Um, we, we thought it was very auspicious for us to, to focus, uh, to uh, decide on this topic of the mother. First, because it is Mother's Day, and we are very fortunate that uh, the founder of this meditation is a mother, and uh, a spiritual mother. And... We have been, uh, all of us here today have been practicing Sahaja Yoga for some time and we have had uh, many occasions to, to meet with Shri and we have had many occasions to verify how much uh, a good mother she is to, to her family and to, to each of us uh, in, in, the, in the way that she personally, when, <coughs> when I started the Sahaja Yoga, I was uh, looking for answers in my life, but I was not looking for spirituality especially. I, was not, I didn't know what I was looking for. And when I met Sri Mataji, I, the good thing is I found someone who was able to listen, to comfort me, to advise me without creating fears in me. And more the opposite is to remove the fears from me. So that's how I came back. Um, so I just wanted to, to start the, this uh, discussion with Philip. Um, so when did you come to Sahaja Yoga, Philip? Uh, qu quite a few years ago. <laughs> <laughs> like before you were born or something? <laughs> it was actually uh, late 1980 when I came across the Sahaja Yoga. Uh, and then it was a few months later that I actually met uh, Sri Mataji for the first time. And... And... Basically, through my introduction of Sajaka through the Kundalini Awakening, it gave me the feeling within myself about this. And 
principally it wasn't what I was told, it's what I felt. Because uh, I was quite r reluctant about the whole thing. I didn't like the language, I thought it sounded silly. <laughs> but when the Kundalini came up, that's, it's the feeling. It's something happening within ourself. And from that, and through the practice of Sajaga, then you relate to Srimataji and understand why she's here, what she has to give to humanity on a very personal basis and also on a very wide basis. It's not just one thing, it relates to many. And so it's through the awakening of the mother when you, you can understand the mother principle that she has introduced. Uh, so it's not, it's not talking, selling, preaching. It's inner, very delicately and very beautifully. So what is the, uh, throughout your experience in Sahaja why is it important that we celebrate Mother's Day? I think unconsciously, through humanity, human beings have realized the importance of the feminine, the mother. Even in our own personal lives, we know that our mother can mean such a lot to us. Um, it's through history, the feminine, and uh, particularly in this age, the age of the mother, we, we regard in Sajoga this is the age of the mother because it's the age when human beings must understand this quality for their own good in a sense of their advancement, um, the recognition of the mother within, the mother earth, respecting the mother earth, and also most importantly respecting the mother within ourselves, like self-respect, which is a quality of the mother. So Peter, uh, what is your own experience of the mother, like in your meditation or in your life um, um, since you started Saj? In any, any specific uh, memory of uh, how do you, do you, you recognize the mother? Probably the, um, the way I would describe it is, is in meditation, uh, you probably feel, it's a feeling, as, as Philip said, um, it's just a very, the very nourishing, secure, um, you're feeling loved, just that sort of feeling that, uh, that comes from, from you know, like a, mothering, uh, yeah, a mothering feeling that you're, you're loved from inside from this, this energy. So in the meditation you get that feeling of, you know, you're nurtured, cared for, uh, everything is, is done for you. Looked after. Yeah, totally looked after. And Leon, what is your experience in the, about the mother? Um, it's, I Did think, you meet Shamadaji? Yes, yes. Uh, like Philip, I started meditating first uh, and then a few months later I actually met Shamadaji and that was quite an amazing experience. But it, it, it goes without saying that you don't need to meet Shumataji in person, that when your own kundalini, your own spiritual mother inside you is awakened, it gives you that ultimate um, uh, integration with, oh, without sounding too, like with the universe, but with um, that comfort, that love, and then over the years, I got to see Shumadaji um, on a on the mundane level. The amount of work that she has done over um, you know forty years—it's just incredible. Traveling around the world, even up to you know her recent passing last year, at, you know at the age of eighty-eight, she was traveling around the world, looking after people, putting her attention uh, on other people's well-being. The whole 
um, concept of Shumadaji's um, uh, understanding of what it means to be a mother is beyond our minds because she just envelops thousands of people and it just wasn't just the people, it was the subtlety of it all and uh, yeah, the time she spent with us uh, giving us so much advice, so much love and uh, so much direction and guidance and and uh, yeah, just looking after us in that no you know, other way that a mother can. Actually, I, uh, it just reminds me, I wanted to relate. Um, so what, what's, what's happening for us, uh, as, as far as my experience is concerned in Sahaja is that um, uh, meeting Shumataji or listening to her, uh, talking to us um, about how to handle our meditation and how to to look at ourselves honestly and and to beautify our life. Um, the, 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 the first thing that Shumadaji told us and I, what I've heard is that the mother is within us. It's, it's, it's in this energy um, in the spinal cord that, that starts from the sacrum bone. And w what Peter was saying is that this feeling of protection, it, it, when I meditate myself is that sometimes you wake up in the morning and you don't feel that good so you go to to try and find out well what's happening uh, how come uh, now i don't feel good uh, yesterday was fine so you got to to introspect again look at inside why is the joy not here today and then looking deeper inside and connecting to these uh, spiritual energies inside actually because of our intention to progress this energy kundalini is actually very much alive and active inside and actually corrects things all the time but when we put our attention on her she does it even more effectively and so that's what she told us is look inside and perfect yourself from inside i just wanted to read a few qualities of this um, of this mother energy from inside and what came across uh, in my life is something that uh, was very important to discover is that um, this mother principle, the, the mother principle um, in the West is a bit affected because of this lack of purity in our attention, lack of purity in our eyes, lack of understanding of the, the deep understanding of morality. And one of the main qualities of this energy is the purity. So I'm going to read just a few a few, a few um, uh, attributes to that energy. And the first one is, you are the purity in everything. And it has some Sanskrit names, but I'm not going to go through that today. But basically the purity uh, in Sanskrit is Nirmala. Nirmala. You are the purity in ev of everything. You are the perfect purity. You are the perfect virgin, the pure virgin. You are the power of purity. You are the pure faith. You are the purity of the earth. You are the purity of the goddess of creativity for the arts, the music, the knowledge and speech. You are the pure knowledge. You are the purity of a young girl. You are the purity of the jewel. You are the pure Holy Mother. You are the purity of the sister. 
You are the purity of the scriptures. You are the pure flower. You are the purity of the chakras. You are the purity of Mother Mary. You are the purity of Fatima. You are the purity of Kuan Yin. You are the purity of uh, the Mother Goddess, Sri Durga. You are pure intelligence. And you are the eternal purity. There are, uh, one say, 1,000 qualities of uh, the, the Devi, this is Mother within us. So what we are going to do now is... Uh, we're going to proceed with a, a talk by Shri Mataji uh, that was in 1991 and she actually specifically described the, this energy of Kundalini uh, how it works and uh, what, it, what it is exactly and then we'll have a meditation First of all I think this is the most important thing to understand about your own Kundalini as Self-realization is self-knowledge. And the one who gives you self-knowledge is this, your own Kundalini. Because when she rises, she points it out what are the problems on your chakras. Now, we say that it is pure desire. We do not know what purity means. It means your chaste desire. It means it has no lust, greed, anything in it. That power is your own mother and is settled in your triangular bone. She's your own mother. She knows everything about you. It's like a tape recorder. She knows everything about you. And she is absolutely the knowledge because she's so pure. <coughs> and whatever chakras she touches, she also knows what's wrong with that chakra beforehand. So she is quite prepared and she adjusts herself fully so that you do not get a problem by her awakening. If any chakra is constricted, she waits and goes on slowly, opening that chakra. <coughs> now this Kundalini is the primordial power which is reflected within you. And within you, in a human being, it is like many strands of energy. So it's like a rope. 
And these energies are all twisted together to form this kundalini. In a human being, these strands are three into seven, that is twenty-one, raised to power hundred and eight. But when your kundalini rises, one or two strands out of this come up and pierce the fontanel bone area. Only one or two. Because it has to pass through the innermost nadi, known as Brahmanadi. It's all a spiral throughout, because Kundalini is a spiral, and these nadis are also are <coughs> like a spiral, like this. So the innermost nadi is the Brahmanadi. The outermost nadi is the right side, and the second innermost is the Ida nadi. So through the Brahmanadi, she starts sending those threads. By that, they <coughs> relax the center. By the relaxation of the center, the sympathetic nervous system also starts relaxing. And when it goes to the Agya Chakra, then your eyes start relaxing, your pupils start dilating, and your eyes can become like mine. Very black, absolutely relaxed. So you can easily see in a person how far is the kundalini. If it has pierced the agya, then the eyes will be completely dilated and will be shiny. And then she enters into the sastrara. Now it is absolutely pure light of knowledge, love. Compassion and attention. All these three things are in that energy. We know of many energies like electrical energy. We know of uh, light energy. We know of other energies. But these energies cannot think. They cannot adjust. They cannot work on their own. They are to be handled by us. But this energy itself is the living energy and knows how to handle itself. It thinks. If you see a seed being sprouted. You'll find at the tip of the seed there's a small little cell, which knows how to go round the soft places and then how to encircle the stones, and then how to find its way to the source. 
that cell has got, I would say, a little kundalini in it, the way it moves. But within you is a tremendous force of kundalini exists. So you have a storehouse of compassion which can be enlightened by the Spirit. You have the storehouse of love, compassion and knowledge and ocean of forgiveness. When people get Realization, they do not understand that they have to now grow. And why they don't grow? Because they do not ask for these energies. A person who is a realized soul, if he says that I have to have more compassion, my compassion is not all right, my concern about others is not all right, my generosity is not all right, I'm exploiting others, I'm exploiting their love, then this energy starts moving, giving you that greater dimension of love and compassion. But if you do not want to be <coughs> growing in your awareness, then she, she says, all right, she is a half-picked sajogi, let it be. She doesn't supply that energy which is stored within you. I told you, he, three into seven, that is twenty-one raised to power hundred and eight. So what a storage you have within yourself. Just open our hands on our lap. And remember, all we're asking for is for the meditation to happen. We don't do anything. It's a mothering energy within ourself which gives us that. So today we're going to relate to each of the centers, the seven centers, the chakras, as a motherly quality, as today is Mother's Day, and the mother principle is so important to creation. So we open our hands on our lap, we close our eyes, and we place our attention on the base, the earth within ourself, which is the base chakra. This is the mother quality of the earth, with her fragrance, with her generosity, her benevolence. She supports everything. And she gives us such a lot. And above her, that quality sits herself again as the Kundalini. We can call this the mother and the child quality. That eternal principle. 
and we can ask in our heart for her to rise. So we ask for the quality of the mother and the child. Now we can place our right hand at the base of our stomach. And here she sits as that creative quality. She is the aesthetics, she is the arts. She is the one that has produced creation in all its forms. She's produced the elements, the flowers, and she's continually showing us her artful form. And here we ask for that pure knowledge of this form. She is within us as that creative aesthetic. up to our navel and here sits a quality of contentment satisfaction the beauty of the home our surroundings she, she is contentment herself and she has placed that quality within us as well as a satisfied human being who is happy and contented with what has been given. We ask for satisfaction and appreciation for what the Divine has given us. Please give me satisfaction. must remember that the Divine Mother always has our interest in her heart. Also in this area is where she sits as our teacher our guide, our benevolent guide. And she wants creation to reach its ultimate. That's why she teaches us.
we move our right hand up to our heart and here she sits in various forms but the centre heart has the quality of that great mother who is the ultimate power she has all the strength but at the same time she has all the compassion and all she wishes is for mankind, human race to evolve and here she gives us a sense of security a sense of security in ourself and in the heart to understand how intrinsically beautiful we really are I think it's very hard for the humans to realize that a quality that exists that is continually operating for our benevolence but she is, she sits in our heart So we ask this great mother, who is represented in many cultures, just to give us that security. We always should remember she's there for our welfare. take our right hand up to the, our throat and here sits a chakra which is to do with our relationships as humans as the collective and one of the most important qualities here is the relationship between the brother and the sister in recognizing the importance of the feminine in the form of the sister that the respect we should have for each other between the genders. And also to understanding our place in this great play. We may be just one in seven billion but we're a part of a great play. We can ask for the quality of respect for each other. our right hand up to our forehead and this is the mother-child relationship repeated again from the first chakra to this chakra and manifested in the human form 
And the great quality that sits here, which she gives us, is the ability to forgive. It's where we forgive ourselves for any mistakes that we have made, remembering that she is forgiveness itself. She completely and continually forgives. She wants us to evolve. And also where we forgive others. And by having her quality of forgiveness, we sit equally with others. We forgive others. And by forgiving, we place ourselves next to each other. great qualities that she has given is forgiveness. Then we can take our attention to the top of our head. And here sits the limbic area, the fontanelle area, the sahasrara or the thousand petaled lotus or our own halo. And here she's integrated in a complete oneness. It's in this area she wishes that humanity be integrated within the individual and within the human race. This is her aim. She wants us to be integrated. It's our purpose. Here we can ask for the mother to integrate us, to allow the Kundalini to move through this subtle center so we can actually feel integration within ourselves, not as words, but as a feeling. So we'll just leave our attention on the top of our head, just for a few moments.
piece of music now it's from Corsica it's four male voices unaccompanied and they're praising Maria the mother Mary Oh, Maria, 
del carro filio que el amor te adomando oh María del carro filio que el amor te adomando oh María del carro filio que el amor te adomando So, just keep your attention within yourself, what we call meditation, and if possible without thinking, and relax, and we will continue the program about the mother. Um, throughout what we've heard uh, from what Philip said or Shimataji's uh, talk is that Shimataji's is aim is to transform human beings, to transform the society. It's an inner transformation through the awakening of the Kundalini and through the resulting self-realization. And her own brother, called Baba Mama, was describing, and I, I wanted to read this because it's very, in, in a few words, he's describing very well what uh, Shamataji has been doing. She's transforming the present day selfish and immoral human society into a new universal human family of truly elevated, pure, chaste, compassionate, and loving men and women of all ages and of all the continents. In the Bible, I remember that uh, Jesus Christ was talking about a comforter, a redeemer. And I really have the feeling that this is what Shemataji is doing. And if we look at it inside ourselves, when we were a small child, the first time we looked at the world outside and we looked at what it is there, I remember I didn't like it. I didn't like people running after money. I didn't like seeing large buildings destroying the, the, the site, um, the environment. I didn't like the pollution. I didn't like the politicians. All these things, when I became aware of these things, I didn't like it. And um, inside myself, I was always optimistic for some reason. And I think there is something better than this. We can achieve something better. And this Redeemer that we need, her job is to, is to take us through that. And who else than a mother could do this type of job? It's impossible. So I'll just pass it, pass it on to, to Philip. I think he has got something to, to read. We just heard a song praising, the, in the Christian tradition, the, the Mother Mary, and all cultures have recognized the feminine, whether it's Fatima or whether it's Kuan Yin. This is a reading from the Upanishads. There's three little lines. Actually, these are very old. Remembering these are very old writings. So this is a traditional knowledge which has been there for such a long time. It goes, From her springs forth the breath of life, the power of thought and all the senses, space, wind, light, and water and earth, the great supporter of all. 
Fire is her head, the sun and moon her eyes, the compass points her ears. The revealed Vedas are her word, the wind is her breath, her heart is the all. From her feet proceed the earth. In truth, she is the inner Atman of all beings, that means the inner spirit in the heart. From her comes fire with its fuel, the sun, from the moon comes rain, hence plants on the earth. The male pours seed into the female, thus from the person creatures are born. So we can place our right hand on the heart and based on this beautiful reading, beautiful words from the Indian scriptures, we can press our hand on the heart and we pray the Universal Mother, Mother, please change this world. Please make us all good human beings. On this Mother's Day, this is our wish. Mother, please transform me from inside. Any mistake I may have done, please forgive me, please transform me. Make me a good human being. We're going to listen to very short piece of music and then to Shumataji again where it was actually on the Mother's Day in England in 1980. And you can't get out of something. And they, you enjoy that fight and that longing to see your own, your own children whom you love so much. It's such a great joy. In these modern times, it is described that in this Kali Yoga, everything will go upside down because people will not recognize the motherhood. The mothers won't be respected and won't be respectable either. It's a fact. And imagine now this has brought this Mother's Day to this country. Is something such a recognition from the Divine that one has to remember that motherhood is very important. It is the mother who created the universe. The father was just a witness the whole show. It is she works it out, the whole thing. It is she makes it beautiful so that he sees the show, that he becomes a spectator. Because she loves her creation. The father wants that it should be such that he should be able to love it. He's a perfectionist. He wants everything to be perfect, but a mother accepts as the child is. Because that is her own creation. If there is a defect in the child, she 
she accepts that defect as her own. And she works for it. She works very hard. It's not sacrifice. Because you enjoy it. You enjoy doing that. You enjoy working for your children. And if it was not so, this world would never have existed. You know what untold pains mother has to bear when the child is to be born. Actually, it is a test of her love, I feel, at that time. Still, she goes on with it because she wants a child. But when this motherhood is spoiled in its image, when the mothers are no more mothers, they are not respectable, then they are not respected. And when the children don't respect their mothers because they have no respect for anything else whatsoever, the first thing and the last thing is the respect for the mother. If one does not respect the mother or the motherhood, that means he has no respect for himself either. I'm sorry we have to leave it there, but I, I'm sure we've all understood that message of Shumataji's in 1980 is that uh, is to respect all mothers and to respect the motherhood, whether it be your own birth mother or the mother within you. This awakening of the Kundalini is a very important step in your own ascent and if you'd like to pursue it further we have free meditation classes all over Sydney, Australia and the world. You can go to the website, it's freemeditation.com.au or you can telephone 1-300-724-252 1-300-724-252 or the website will be able to give you all the information that you need so please feel free to come along we're more than happy to help you thank you to everybody this morning and have a great mother's day everyone <laughs>